Yeah. I think I got a Buttigieg impression down. Ooh. Hit us with it. So, these questions that you're asking me, <laughs> Wolf, I think that they're good questions. Wait, I think that... um. <laughs> That's a classic rhetorical, like when you need a second to gather your thoughts, mm-hmm. restating the question you've just been asked, or you're doing some sort of candid like that. Oh, we got a special guest on the show today, uh, Mayor Pete. Welcome to the cabin. Welcome to the show, <laughs> Billy. Th- thank you so much for having me here. Uh, if you'll look at the papers in front of you, Tanya, I have a bill that will make me the mayor of every city in the world. That is pretty good timing. And that's how we're going to change this country. Fuck. I lost it there towards the end. God damn it. (laughs) From the top. (laughs) That's how we're going to change this country. I don't know. He's got like, he honestly sounds a lot like, people have said this, but he sounds like Christian Bale in American Psycho and he really does sound exactly like him. Yeah, he sounds like a robot. Tanya, that's a good point that you bring up. <laughs> <laughs> he does that. He does this like with his eyes a lot. He moves his head with his eyes. Honestly, I was so the debate last night was so awkward and and hard for me to watch that when it would go back to Mayor Pete, I was relieved. I was physically relieved. That's how you know it's a cringe debate. Totally. Well, I did want to remind you that you know you and Mayor Pete have been. Y'all have been on a parallel kind of <laughs> trajectory. Yeah. Y'all have been connected ever since you had that lobotomy and he skull fucked you. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's how I can do the impression. Sh- yeah. He's in you. In a Mayor Pete presidency, we're going to be doing economic development <laughs> in every major American city. And that means every city will get its own CIA. <laughs> that is good, Mayor Pete. It's getting there. Yeah. yeah, that's close. I'm working yeah. towards that's it. Close. Have, do you work on it in the mirror? Um, I have been the last. So you get your time. eyes ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, last what? 24 hours. Pete, what do you? How how was Warren's uh, performance last night? It doesn't matter how Warren did, because we're going to be changing this country from the top down. I don't know. You do have to commit to ending every statement on a. High tick. Yeah, 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 you're right. That's that's just like uh, public speaking 101, just the worst. Yeah. It's the absolute worst. He did say something about sending Biden to the... We're going to be sending Biden to the dustbin of history. <laughs> he said that? Did he say that? I think he did. I what? I turned it off by that point, but... <laughs> I watched the Duke game. You know, Tanya, you... Or an excellent American citizen because you don't <laughs> care about politics getting in the way of your good time. <laughs> yeah. Run this country without boring me. How about that? <laughs> without getting on my nerves. That's the thing about Mayor Pete is he's both extremely unlikable and incredibly boring. Mm-hmm. I, I like him now. I'm all, I'm all in for Mayor Pete. Mayor Pete's good now. Well, he school I, fucked you. So. I I went yeah yeah. I went through some sort of portal last night where, like, my okay. So I went through a brief 48 hours where like uh, I was a burner, a hardcore Bernie bro. Like a brief 48 hours, signed up to do the texting, did the texting, 
Um, and then after the debate last night, I was like, wait, it makes so much more sense to just be with Pete at all <laughs> times. In fact, cuck Chastin and be with Pete. <laughs> so you're going to be the other the other man in the Chastin Pete. Yeah. Well, Pete's probably obsessed with himself, so me doing a good impersonation of him would probably work. Yeah. He'd probably be into it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. How'd yeah. Chastin get a blue check? I don't know who this is. His husband. Pete's oh. husband. What? You don't know Chastin? We recently had Chastin Appreciation Day, Tanya. On Trailbillies? No, on the world. <laughs> the w- globe had Chastin Appreciation Day. Is that right? Wasn't there... Correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't they take like a kind of a picture at the Holocaust Memorial or something? That was <laughs> they did. Yeah, they did. Something like that. It, it doesn't matter what happened here. All that matters is what we're doing to make the world a better place. He's putting that in the dustbin of history. Yeah. That Holocaust. See that moment when Tom Steyer had said something about his McKenzie work and like praising it, and then Pete corrected him and actually said he had a higher... Like <laughs> body count title at McKenzie oh. than than Tom Starr even credited him with. Actually, oh Tom, God. I increased bread prices <laughs> in the Yukon or in Saskatchewan provinces in Canada higher than you can ever imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna do this, and it's gonna be unfunny <laughs> for an hour and a half. And then finally, it's one of the, it's a slow burn. <laughs> We're gonna come back to it and think it's hilarious. <laughs> it hasn't been funny the first five minutes of the episode, but maybe if I do it enough, it'll eventually get funny. Well, he ha- I mean, he is so boring that he's kind of unfuckable with, unfuckwithable. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I don't, depends like on your definition of boring, Tanya. A, a parody of Mayor Pete can't even be funny because he's so deeply unfucking funny. How does uh, SNL do it? I don't think they have a Mayor Pete, so they don't have a Mayor Pete. <laughs> it's, it's telling. Call yeah. us. Mayor Pete would do anything to be on SNL. <laughs> Call me. I'll do Mayor Pete on SNL. Yeah. They're like, this isn't even halfway good. <laughs> <laughs> well, what else you got? <laughs> That was a cringe debate, though. Yeah. Who so. all's even on there? Uh, the the after, all I've seen since are just clips of E War and BB. Um. Okay. So we have a lot to talk about today. Um. Today's going to be one of the defining episodes of our career. Today is going to be one of the defining episodes. It does. It just sounds like my voice now. Well, that's good news since I'm at about two out of ten percent right now. <laughs> uh, My energy level is at a one point five. Well, okay. So the reason I say that is because um, the entire left is in disarray at the moment. Because and one man's responsible for that man, Sam Adler Bell. <laughs> <laughs> it's all Sam. It's all on Ding-dongs. Sam Adler Ding Dong. <laughs> Sam, I don't think dog. Which I read his piece, by the way, Sam. If you're listening to this, um, I have to say I disagree with you on a lot. Uh, that's why, and I've been too nice to actually put it on the TL. Um, <laughs> so you're just gonna do it passively so here. So I'm just gonna do it Passive cowardly aggressive. in a cowardly way behind the microphone. <laughs> um, we'll always have Cincinnati, pal. <laughs> this is the first time Terrence will ever actually cut something out of the episode. Um, so. 
I actually read his piece, and it was way more benign than people were making it out to be. People really did freak out over it, over nothing. Basically, the the so the genesis of what has happened right now is not in Sam's Sam Adler Bell's piece in the Intercept about Warren and Bernie needing to have a unity thing, but it is relevant. It is a like a a nice little lodestar for our, our current moment. So basically, all Sam's piece was was just like talking about people on the ground in Iowa and other places who are working to make sure that if it you know when we when it goes to the convention, they're working to make sure that um, either Warren or Sanders, who they have determined are the non-corporate wing of the Democratic Party are able to withstand the basically like the onslaught of the corporate wing of the Democratic Party, right? Very Biden, important. Buttigieg, the club, and Tom Steyer, which I don't know. I don't even know if Tom Steyer is in. I mean, he, he is. Was he on the at the debate last night? He was. Mm-hmm. He was. So what have we got, five of them? Six. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Bloomberg's it's still there. <laughs> yeah. No, well, he wasn't at the debate, though, but he is in it. You're right. Um, oh, I thought I saw him. No, it was Steyer that you're thinking of, probably. You're right. Um, the guy with one tie. Yeah. It's worth $2 billion. <laughs> so, um, so, so a lot of what I guess we'll be talking about today, or like I guess is what a lot of people want to talk about, is was there ever such a thing as unity between Warren and Sanders? If not, should there be? But for me, and even better question is okay i, I kind of know where bernie's at on this but like is warren is elizabeth warren a corporate candidate with progressive leanings or if she is she a progressive candidate with corporate leanings? erstwhile corporate donors and you know other people in the elite who are willing to come out for her yeah mm-hmm. so that's my question <laughs> so so is there so a significant difference I would say so because if if it's the former, if she's a corporate candidate with progressive leanings, then that means that there is no hope of unity with Bernie and there never was. If she's a progressive candidate with some, you know, elite corporate backers, um then yeah, I think that you could probably make the case that she's a uh, that she could make some kind of coalition with Bernie. So I kept, I told you earlier, I kept thinking I must have missed something because I, none of this has made any sense to me because they are obviously two candidates running against each other for fuck's sake. It's like, I don't. That's true. This is a presidential campaign. We do need to state the obvious. They are opponents. <laughs> in yeah. And so um, is there a precedent for there being some type of unity like this or whatever? What is Sam calling for exactly? Because I'll, the only thing that I, I, the only way I've seen this happen that I'm understanding is someone drops out and then they support another candidate and campaign for them. Well, that's basically. So is he calling for one of them to drop out and support the other? I don't think Sam's really calling for either. I think Sam was interviewing people who are calling for one or the other. Sam's just reporting the news. <laughs> <laughs> just reads them how I see reads them. How he well, I don't want to put words in his mouth because he's not here and he's my friend. But um, but I do think that Sam thinks there needs to be unity between the two. 
And I think... What does that look like? Am I supposed to door knock on the same door for both candidates? <laughs> now, here's what you do. You <laughs> knock and you do the Bernie pitch. And then you just... They and close then, the door like, and when they close again. the door, you knock again. So, while I'm here, I'm also here with Elizabeth Warren. Right. Jesus fucking Christ. Who I like marginally less. <laughs> And then leave him with that. So if he hasn't completely turned this off and unfriended me, I just want to say I have no interest in misrepresenting his opinion here. But if I understand it correctly, it's not so much that he thinks there needs to be unity. It's that for Bernie to win, he's going to need Warren. And one example he used was in 2008, what pushed Obama over the line to beat Hillary in the primary was Dennis Kucinich basically dropping out and pulling the delegates that he had at the time towards Obama. Isn't the point of running as a fucking Democrat that when you get the nominee, you have support of all the stupid fucking Democrats? Well, I mean... Or else he'd just run as a socialist. I mean, it depends. Like, you know, I guess previously it's been a question of aesthetics, right? Because, like, the difference between Obama and Hillary in 2008 was... Well, I don't know. What was the difference? Two thousand eight. There, I think there were some glaring differences. Well, how they ran and how they ended up being not so much. So I guess what was Obama running on in the war? Uh, in close Guantanamo. Yeah. Uh, was he was he running on the? I guess the banks hadn't fully like the financial collapse hadn't started until late into the late into the like, well after, almost to the election. Right. Right. Right before the election. Yeah. So I guess that wasn't an issue really between him and Hillary. Um. I have no memory of him. I know. Well, I was talking to Tom the other day. Like, all of these campaigns will be a blip in history. Thank you, Tanya. <laughs> I don't remember shit. shit. Over, I don't over remember that. shit. On oh man, well, they went after you. You can't single one out, <laughs> Terrence. I haven't even seen this, but I've been moving shit all day. Oh, look, my personal disposition is towards Bernie, and I understand if people get really pissed off and passionate when I talk shit about Warren. But, um, I mean. That's not the question right now. The question before us is... Can is Elizabeth Warren... <laughs> <laughs> a snake in the grass? That's the big thing. Or a the, snake in the swamp? Like, it's just like, what's the difference? Yeah, anyway. Well, I guess we're getting ahead of ourselves here. Okay. We're getting ahead of ourselves here. Um, so we've... Also, why do we demonize snakes? Snakes are good creatures. They're very important to an ecosystem. <laughs> I agree, Tanya. Let's not do that. I agree. Yeah, we're we're pro herpetology. We're, <laughs> we're pro snake here. I agree. We're parcel tongue. Yeah. There's a little Harry Potter reference for you. Mm. Under a Buttigieg presidency, <laughs> Harry Potter it's references to be funny. <laughs> will be mandatory. God damn. Does he play Quidditch? Does Mayor P play Quidditch? <laughs> I'm gonna be a hundred percent honest with you. I've never read Harry Potter or watched Harry Potter. There's so what? many references. I don't I've, believe that. I've Shut lied up. through so many conversations about Harry Potter. Well, yeah, you're lying right now. <laughs> You've lied through conversations about Marx, Harry Potter, <laughs> everything, yeah. everything you're supposed to have read but haven't. <laughs> I've lied about it. Everyone else has too. Yeah, dude, it doesn't matter. But I have read all the Harry Potters. <laughs> I've definitely not read all the Harry Potters. Even. What's even that's, more embarrassing? That's obvious, but I read them as like a 22 year old. I read them in my early 20s. Well, my mom, my sister had a hard time, like, she still doesn't like to read. But early on, you know, when you're supposed to be reading, it's more of a flag. (laughs) should probably be a flag now, too. (laughs) But she bought a Harry Potter book. She bought, like, the fourth book. And we didn't know it was a series, so we read that book (laughs) as a family. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> read the fourth book. Just yeah, the Gauntlet it. of Fire. That's the one we read. That's funny. Oh fuck. Anyway, um, the movies are great though. Okay, um, you asked a question. Let me just rein us back in here. Please. You asked a question. You said, "Is Elizabeth Warren is she a progressive candidate? Just has uh, some, you know, accident slipped on a banana peel and took some donations from billionaires yeah. candidate? Uh, yes. Or is she a corporate candidate that with progressive is, it, with some progressive street credentials? Because it's the demarcation I'm interested in. Is there really a corporate side of the Democratic Party, and then the grassroots? Democratic socialist <laughs> side on which Warren is... I mean, because that, if that's the case, then I need to know which one Warren is in. It's my call on me. Yeah. Okay, Tom, Tom go uh, for the it. The only reason we even think Elizabeth Warren's a fucking progressive is because she talked mean to that Wells Fargo guy one time. <laughs> Let's keep it honest. Like, when nobody was doing that shit, she stood up and, like, made her name off that shit, and she's done nothing to earn her title. What I mean, progressive means fuck all anyway. Yes. But... That's why we think. That's why we think of her that way. Okay. Also, let me throw out some other names, and let me let me ask you why we think they're progressive. Sherrod Brown. Like when when we talk about the progressive wing of the yeah. Democratic Party, right? Who we think of? We think of Bernie. We think of Liz Warren. We think of Sherrod Brown, AOC. Da 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 da. Dennis Kucinich. Dennis Kucinich at one point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Keith Ellison. Keith Ellison. Keith, Keith Ellison, who's example. an abuser. <laughs> Allegedly. 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 <laughs> allegedly. I'm sorry. Allegedly. 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 Or there's smoke, there's fire. Um, okay. So so what, what you're saying, though, is that she's not. You don't think. You're not buying it. No. Well, I think. Also, I, here's the thing. I, that And it kind of confirmed my suspicions about Liz Warren last night with that E2 Brute job she did. <laughs> okay. What? It was some foul shit. It was the. I, I mean, it was just the foulest shit I've ever seen. I do I need to go back and watch it. Well, she couldn't even look him in the eye. She looked down. Yeah, it was it was truly a, a friend of the show. Jack Allison called it the assassination of <laughs> Bernie Sanders Bernard's head is by, by the, the coward. coward. Elizabeth Warren, and honestly, it was it was total coward shit. It's just like if you're gonna stab someone in the back like that, at least have the fucking decency to look them look them in, the, in the fucking eye when you do it. <laughs> It was fucking rough, Tanya. It was insane. So did uh, did Bernie look like his feelings were hurt? No, I thought Bernie, she put. But she did put Bernie on skates for a second. It, for, with that, I mean, because he kind of doubled back with that thirty years thing. So, which was good because, like, I know what he's trying to do. He's trying to serve her a little bit, but in the moment, it wasn't the best look. I don't know. I thought it personally. I thought my in the moment. Uh, reaction. My IBS has been so fucking bad, man, for the past two days, and I think it's related to this. <laughs> I think I genuinely think I've I've been shitting nonstop because of this somehow. But uh, my first reaction was like, okay, so I'll, I'll give you the play by play. They asked Bernie if he said this. He said, "No, I did not." Do you, you find footage of me? I did not. I did, you, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, Tommy was so yeah. Sanders. Oh, hi, Wolf. <laughs> I, I, I did not say that about her. I did not say a woman could be the president. I did not. <laughs> oh, hi, Wolf. <laughs> oh, hi, Mayor Pete. <laughs> okay, so he said, I did not. And then he, and then he said, which is a great retort. He said he made two great points, which is that if you go on YouTube, you can find plenty of videos of me saying over the years, 
Um, he made three good points. Like, you know, that a woman could be president. And then he said, I asked her to run in 2015. And she said no because she didn't want to buck up against Hillary. Mm-hmm. She thought it was Hillary's time. And then he said, which I think we even had this literal discussion on the podcast recently. He said, Hillary actually won the last election. So, I mean, like, I don't even believe that a woman couldn't win because a woman did win the last election. She yeah. won the popular vote. Yeah. yeah. And so... And so then after that, and I may get this wrong, but I'm pretty sure that the the moderator and the moderators at this thing, I had to turn it off because it was, dude, it was, they were, they were, they were just ax, ax people is what they were. Dog, it must've been like shooters is all they were. Yeah. It must've been like living in ancient Rome and seeing Caesar getting stabbed to death or something by 80 people because it was, it was insane. All the moderators were out against them. But what she said, what the moderator said, she turned to Elizabeth Warren and said, so when... Oh, no, 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 no. She said, so you're saying that you never said that to Elizabeth Warren. And he said, I did not say that. And so then she turned turned to Elizabeth Warren. So how did you feel when Bernie Sanders said that? She said, yeah, how did you feel when Bernie Sanders said (laughs) that? And they both laughed. (laughs) I I saw that clip and Sanders and Warren both laughed when Mm. she said it. Well, and so like... Okay, if you have any fucking integrity, uh, to me personally, if you have any fucking integrity, uh, you would say, you know, you would you would intervene or something like this isn't a fair question. The framing of it isn't fair, something like that. To me, like I feel like if you're a normal person whose analysis of reality has not been just completely ruined and warped at this point by careerism and triangulation, you would look at what just happened and see that Bernie is not like lying or you know what I mean? Like he's not like manipulating the facts or or whatever. Like, and you would see that Elizabeth Warren is clearly lying. (laughs) I want to get, I want to go ahead and tell you this. This is the most cynical deployment and reappropriation of the believe women thing that I've ever seen. I mean, it was pretty bad, but what do you think? Don't you (laughs) look on your face? Like I needed to throw the ball your way. No, no, I didn't feel that way. <laughs> I mean, the last I'm talking year, like near a tandem, like saying this, oh, believe women until it's inconvenient for your narrative shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the last year I have been, uh, bes- uh, it's been wild to me just to watch Me Too come about, become about um, workplace microaggressions and it's like, or literally anything is somehow equated to sexual assault all of a sudden exactly <laughs> except actual so- except, sexual except assault. actual sexual <laughs> yeah. assault yeah it's just um yeah i don't know how we become safe in this world but uh that ain't it <laughs> and that ain't it and it's probably not through electoral politics either god help us and um it's certainly not funded by corporations women's safety um, say that we need to burn something down very soon. Something needs to be in ashes very fucking soon. I don't know how you cue an elect and uh, when does escalation get queued up? When when do we get when do we trigger ourselves? Why there's not an entire train full of coal on fire in Pike County right now? I don't know. Why we would block a train? We already did that and it didn't fucking work. Blow that to smither fucking rings. <laughs> burn down you Pike. Burn the whole fucking city down. 
Why bother? All right, we're going to get to that here in a minute. I'm sorry. <laughs> stick stick a big, big hot pin in that, sister. We're we, coming we back. We have a lot to talk about I'm all, I'm, all, I'm ready to burn down my old house, my new house. All I'm right. just like. So, um, so then, you know, uh, you had the 30 years thing, which was funny. To me, was the hardest part to watch. I don't know why. Like, if, well, that's what I was talking about. Like when she put him on skates a little bit. Like I, I like. In my opinion, what he should have did was it was such a stupid banal thing for her to say that anyway. Just let her and fucking practice girl Klobuchar have their little fucking shit <laughs> and like let Bernie, you know, just kind of set that one out. Well, I mean, <laughs> I love so you think I Bernie? This race. You think he made an error in? You think he should have just let it slide? I think he should have said what he said and then left that whole... I mean, I thought it made her look like a dumbass, though. Because, Elizabeth Warren? Yeah, because what he what she said is that, like, no person up on here on this stage has beat a Republican in the last 30 years, um, other than the women on the stage. Mm-hmm. Isn't that what she said? Right, right, right. And Bernie said, well, I beat an incumbent Republican in 1990, which is interesting. I mean, that no, is, no, 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 go for it. 29 years ago so 29 years and two months Andrew Yang told us on Twitter tonight (laughs) Um, so I mean but that was funny because I actually looked at that election and I mean it's just like he blew that guy out of the water as an independent which is pretty fascinating you know he wasn't even running as a Democrat he was running as an independent which I think Bernie should just run as a socialist fuck the Democratic Party fuck them well we might get to that here in a minute. Um, I'm sorry. I'm just tired. No. I, uh, <laughs> I start lobbing bombs when I'm tired. I'm just aggravated. Just Tanya's just lighting Molotov cocktails over fucking here. Fucking dehydrated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The whole shit just made me so goddamn mad. I can't say straight. But I, I feel like I'm, I'm trying to be measured because I don't want to say something that <laughs> KFTC Robbie's going to say I hate women over. That you what? I don't know. Like every time I say something about Warren, I get... Dumbasses like KFTC Robbie and KFTC Jeff and KFTC. It's like they're the ASAP mob, but the lame version. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, really woke. Anyways, uh, they don't deserve the time of fucking, my time of fucking day at all. Have they endorsed um, her? I don't know who they've endorsed. Um, but I do think that the Warren thing says a lot about politics as they are currently constituted. Because in this does feel like her panic button, like she hit a panic button because she's she's like dropped in the polls now more than she has. Right. She's like on she's on her way down in the polls. Right. Right. Which polls are garbage. She is. But these people believe in them. Right. (laughs) This is the uh, magic they believe in. She's not polling as well as she could be. And so this could as well as she was. As well as she was, that's exactly that's, right. Yeah, because yeah. she was in the top three. Yeah. She was like, she and her and Biden were neck and neck, right? Right. But instead of coming for Biden, here we are. Well, see, that's the other conspiracy theory floating around is that Warren's cut a deal with Biden. So that's a theory that, like, Warren could be making a deal with Biden, and I was talking to you about this before we started mm-hmm. recording, Is and the evidence that people use on this is that she's kind of had, like, kid gloves with Biden in terms of, I don't know. Like, also, also. Well, she shook his hand last night. <laughs> also, <laughs> she could just feel kind of sorry for him. Biden. Biden was struggling. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, it was rough. I've never seen I mean, like, I know he's got a stuttering thing or whatever, which, why, why didn't we know that till this year? 
I never felt like that was a thing, like in two thousand eight when he was running. This has to be me- medical. This man is on he's death's not well. door. He's on death's no. door. Yeah. Well, which uh, you know, honestly, Skeletor should be run. Should be running the Democratic Party. I'm telling you, I cannot help but just bring us back here to uh, a. Um, enlightened comment by a listener probably a year ago that said this podcast is just listening to you three talk through every week your abusive relationship with the democratic party where you expect them to do something different than they've always fucking done well but here's the thing i'm I'm glad glad you said that because the entire bernie thing was always premised on can we actually smash the Democratic Party? I'm under no illusions as to like what the Bernie thing is. I'm aware that it is, you know, some form of like watered down socialism. Call it reformism or social democracy or whatever it is. It's not as left as I want it to be or as as I am. However, I do think it does afford us. It does offer us sort of an access point into what we've I don't know what has been called before like mass politics right. the large masses of people who are politically unengaged who are unengaged in political struggle and so that could offer us an access point into it at points over the course of this show I've been skeptical of that and then other points I've been not skeptical of it downright I've, embraced it like uh, yeah <laughs> I've always been aware that the Dem- democratic party is dog shit and needs to burn just absolutely needs a spiritual cleansing to its... We need to dip uh, Tom Perez in the waters of Lake Minnetonka. <laughs> <laughs> like but that, don't let him come right. back up. That, to me, has dip never been a question. forever. But, Float them out to sea. Yeah. Like, that, to me, though, has never been a question. The question has always been, is it structurally, philosophically, literally possible, or whatever, to actually stage some sort of coup in the Democratic Party and use its... Use it as a vehicle to some form of leftist politics, sort of like in the way Reagan did with the Republican Party in the eighties. And the only evidence we have is that Bernie has already drugged this entire party to the left. That we have but evidence of that. Here's the thing. But the problem is, it's probably too little, too late. I've been thinking a lot about this, though. I like partially when I turned that fucking debate off last night. The first thought I had was that all politics in general. And this includes everything Elizabeth Warren to the right is moving to the right. I know we think that what we say that the Democratic Party has been pulled to the left because of Bernie and stuff. But you look at what these people are saying. And as we get closer and closer to the general, I feel like they're tempering their messages more and more towards a centrist audience. And and I think that even includes Warren to some degree. Like, I don't feel like what she's running on would have been considered radical in 2008. Like... I don't know. Mm. I mean, granted, <laughs> shit. I don't. Fucking I mean, yeah. Technically, Obama ran on health care. Let me ask y'all a question. True. Right, and we never fucking got it. <laughs> right. No, we did. We got we, it. We got it, Tanya. Oh, yeah, they fucked us. We got a twenty five hundred dollar. I got. I've been living off at bronze plan for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Careful what you yeah, ask fucking for. Telling you, have, we have. A bron- oh, no. There's a bronze plan. That is kind of sick. And it's just like even, you know, even little things like let your county pass in a Second Amendment sanctuary bullshit is telling. It's like, it's, yeah, it's like they're living in 2016 or something. But also it's just like, a, it's like a fight 
a, a like race to who's the most fascist. Yeah. So I guess there is evidence for that too. God damn, it's bleak. Well, I guess I have to ask people this who are like genuinely into the Warren thing. It's like, do you? What? I mean, I, I mean this is a genuine question, but it's really not because I'm really not that interested. But like, I just don't. I don't know what it is about it that to you would offer any way out of this. Like even I'm even skeptical of Bernie being able to do it. But like I said before, I am putting certain things aside to enter into the fucked up world of politics. But with Warren, I don't even see how I just don't see how anything she offers offers a way out of this. Like Well, what is she offering? I mean, have you spent much time with any statements of support from progressive orgs and groups that have endorsed Warren? The only one... Just I, the working families. Yeah, just the working families one. That's really the only one. Well, that one is unique because it was like a vote. They d- ran a voting system. Oh, right. And all they've ever really... De- all they've ever really defended is the vote. Right. They just wanted like, a, like... They let their members vote or whatever, which is fine. Fine. But my my most like shocking endorsement has been from this like independent group of black women in movement leadership, a handful of which I know personally and really love and admire the work they do and their vision for the world. And when and it's called Black Women Four. If y'all haven't seen this, uh-uh. it started as well. You mentioned it to me the other day, but it started out as one hundred women, like a list of one hundred names. That, that they like release like we're supporting more and within a week it was 200 names and now it's like hundreds uh-huh. I don't know how many we can pull up the Instagram and see but even their language like I'm, I I should pull it out to quote it more accurately because I'll, I'll probably be put on a spit for misquoting someone but it's it's still even the language of why they would support her is like we believe she will listen like we believe we can move her do you know what I mean? It's not exactly like what she's already doing. It's like we th- like she's willing to she's listen. She's more malleable, they think, than anybody else. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like we are so – we've been so fucked. Like we're so fucked <laughs> that that that's the bar is like we think that um, she will consider black communities or she will consider women when she makes decisions – it's like that's the fucking lowest, it's the lowest, it sh- that should be the lowest consideration, bar of consideration is that they even consider us for fuck's sake. But they're not wrong. It's like these people don't even see us, right? They don't even see people of color when they're making bad decisions. But, uh, I mean, and I guess it's pointless. To, I mean, it would make more sense to actually have one of them here to talk about it. But, like, I just don't see any difference in how Bernie or Warren would do that like I don't I any difference between them yeah I mean I don't see I mean in in this specific situation I don't see I don't see Bernie Sanders I I don't think he would sit down and be like you know fuck those people like I you know like I I think that he's surrounded by plenty of people and to me the the biggest thing about if when people ask me about like uh you know why Bernie instead of Warren it's like well just look at how many fucking people support Bernie like it's to me it's not even like a to me, that's just the easiest answer. It's not even like, I mean, granted, if like a, a way more people were supporting like a, a national socialist, that would have some some you know, qualms, some about, qualms that. about it. But like to me, it's like it it seems to me that this is a actual grassroots movement that needs to be 
um, needs to be influenced by the left and needs to be steered towards actual leftist policy goals and levers of power. Mm-hmm. And so I, I don't know what, I don't know why. Can I read this verbatim? Yeah, go for it. Because it's, it says accountability, not perfection. So like their whole endorsement <laughs> framing is about how there's not a perfect candidate, which is true. Sure. These right. people will all lie, cheat, and steal to get to the fucking crown. I'm right. going to stick up for Bernie on this, though. Yeah, I will, too, in a minute. But I, I don't okay. Yeah. Go. Um, specifically, an accountability process that includes naming the harm, accepting responsibility, outlying steps to make those who are negatively impacted whole and change... Impacted whole and changes in behavior. This process will be outlined and ratified at a people's policy-making summit. So it's like how they feel like they can control her, basically. Well, what is the what is the what is the average this is the nonprofitization of fucking politics? <laughs> Dog, is this, what is what is. What I, this is what I've been working towards for yeah. forty. This minutes. is all this is. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I, right. And I listen. I don't say this to yeah. disparage anybody. I say this because I lived it. Now we're getting into the meat. <laughs> we're getting into yeah. the meat of what we're actually talking about. Because look. I, I was I was interested last night. You're familiar with this guy Hamilton Nolan. He used to write for Splitter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, he wrote a thing a few months ago about like how we need unity between Warney, uh, Warney. Warney. Yeah, exactly. Warney. We need we need Warney, Warney ticket. Yeah, we need war- unity between Warren and Bernie. And what he said in the piece, I re- went back and read it last night and was just pulling my hair out about how fucking stupid it was. But he was basically saying the end goal is to take down the capitalists and the bankers. I don't care if it's Elizabeth's war, uh, wonky policy approach or Bernie's movement approach. I just care that it gets done. And it's like, actually, I have been in the nonprofit world long enough to know that the wonky approach will get you nowhere. Let me tell you what the wonky Boring. approach does. <laughs> well, it's not even that. It's not even that. I see grown-ass people every day of my life. I work with grown-ass people who are otherwise serious people or consider themselves such. Okay? Serious people. That, honest to God, think they can move people way worse than Elizabeth Warren. Like, they think <laughs> no, they, yeah, they exist true. in this world where they deal with people that are recycled fucking Clintonites, Obamaites, or whatever, to the point that they feel like they're these political animals that somehow have their finger on the pulse of things and like kind of understand how the sausage is made, and the rest of us are just like, like, oh, that's cute. You think Bernie can win, but let me tell you yeah. how this really goes. Exactly. No, totally. We we work with people who thought who who patted themselves on the back for working with Hal Rogers. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, but this is the thing, and this is to me, this is the a fun- malevolent, the, this, one of the most malevolent force in American political history. Right, truly, <laughs> this is the fundamental difference for me between Bernie and Warren, and and you need to hear it here on this show because you're not going to get this perspective anywhere else. But the fundamental difference is between one who is willing to harness collective mass energy to, uh, I don't know probably not going to be able to pass any of the things he wants to pass, but at least engage in some form of class warfare. Or one who wants to give you wonky prescriptions on how to fix the economy and how to make billionaires be a little bit nicer and how to make, uh, you know, basically, yeah, just to have a little bit nicer society. And I can tell you personally that I've only seen one of those work, and it's when people are collectivized into a mass movement and are using that to wage conflict 
on whether it's their bosses or the levers of government or it's teachers going on strike in West Virginia or whatever. That, to me, is the only way you get change. I, I, I just... I don't know. And even they ended up having to settle for a wonky policy that ended up fucking them in the end. Right, right, right. They ended up in, you know what I mean? Like, well, but and it see, can't, it can't, like, collective organizing can't lead to compromising in a fucking boardroom over benefits packages. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, but the thing is, is that. Because that's what they want. They're like, we deserve, <laughs> you know, it's like we, we, we. We have not, we have been struggling for so long. We are so deep in this bullshit that we, it's hard to even envision what we actually fucking deserve and could easily have with the, with the wealth well, that has been falsely created. I think the way that you figure that out, though, is in common struggle. And I don't see that when I look at the Warren campaign. I don't see, like, a, a venue or an arena for common struggle. I see wonky policy prescriptions that just have all the same ring to me as all the nonprofit shit that I was banging my head against the wall trying to figure out over the last decade. You know what I mean? Yeah. If it was going to work, it would have worked under Obama. And I, and it didn't. It didn't. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. No. I don't know. No. Well, well, we had as hospitable of a we. I'm saying like those of us that, you know, consider ourselves somewhere on the left had as hospitable a fucking... I'm trying to phrase this. It's so weird to kind of shed your, like... To kind of speak at like as a former liberal when you're not that anymore. Mm-hmm. But it, what I'm saying is the Obama administration was as hospitable an environment for liberal, like, environmentalists or whatever yeah. as, as you could imagine it would be. Right. And what did it avail for those <laughs> causes? Didn't in mountaintop removal. No. Uh, I mean, I guess you could make the argument that far fewer permits got through, but the most destructive ones still worked out. Don Blankenship was still allowed to do what he was going right. to do. Yeah, sure, he went to jail, got the slap, whatever. But still, the overall effect is nothing ever changed on that fight. Right. You know what I mean? Well, and and this is the really the big question for me in terms of Sanders and Warren. It's like, and this is the question I think that p- listeners of our show need to ask themselves. Um it's like, what are your politics? Because if they're anywhere to the left of Sanders, do you think that they're gonna be welcome in the Warren camp? Mm. <laughs> I'm going. I mean, like, I don't even know if they're really welcome in the Bernie camp, but uh, I do feel like the Bernie thing has been at least opened up a little bit. Yeah, I, to, I mean, like, I mean, man, if you've got a presidential candidate talking about removing all troops from the Middle East and like. Granted, it's a politician's promise, and you can't trust the paper that a fucking politician's promise is written on. But, I mean, I do feel like... Bernie's as good as we got. Yeah, I... I, I mean, Warren's voted for war many times. <laughs> it's not even like we have to... Right, we we don't have, even have to guess what she'll do. We already fucking know! Right. I have. She was the, let's put the solar panels on our tank shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? She right. wanted a green military. So, like... <laughs> So all this asked, to, to me, this circles back to the question of do we need these people to win? And I mean, so I was having this thought last night and I was thinking about Sam. I was thinking about Sam Adler Bell because I think that some people in life, Sam included, in, in one of them, this is, he's a good boy. He's a good guy. Sam's natural inclination is to seek out the ways in which people 
have commonality and to bring them together. It's like that one argument we had on the show that one time. My natural instinct, obviously, is to see the differences between people, right? And to see, like, uh, what divides... My natural <laughs> inclination is to tear people down. <laughs> right, to tear people down and to critique everything. I'm not saying this is a good thing. I'm just saying mm-hmm. that this is, you know... Just the facts. Just the facts, right, Easier right. Easier to tell, tear down than to build up. So, so keep that in mind when I say... Uh, keep that in mind when I say that I don't think we need the warm people to win because there are cooler heads in the room, more rational people in the room that, think, that say we do need them... But what that actually looks like, I'm not even advocating for people to go out there just shitting on Warren all the time because I think that's a big waste of energy. It's a huge waste of energy, but also, too, because Liz Warren's probably going to finish fourth place in Iowa. I mean, are there Elizabeth Warren voters who won't vote for Bernie if he's the candidate? I bet they would. They probably would. These people are probably... That would vote Trump? Or what's going to be the third... What's going to... Here's what here third was my, party here, here was option. my read on this a little bit, and I admit I'm a dumbass and could be wrong, but I think that should go without saying for all of us. So yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we're dumbasses who stumbled onto public public platforms. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> go easy on us. Got a platform. Here's what I think Elizabeth Warren's miscalculation was last night. Liz Warren needs if Liz Warren is comes out of this successful in these primaries, which I don't think she's going to. But if she does, she needs the Bernie coalition far more than Bernie needs her coalition. And she fucked herself out of a significant chunk of it last night. Yeah. Well, that's another thing. It, a lot of this is spilled milk. There are I a mean, lot of Bernie or bus bitches. There are, for sure. <laughs> but I don't I don't know that there is that in the Elizabeth camp. I am Warren Bernie or bust in a way. I mean. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of people who just feel like they can't. I mean, it's it's fucking hard to even vote for Bernie at this point. It's just like voting almost feels like passive just support for this whole fucking system that's literally just shoving us deep into the cracks of our fucking houses. Well, the the thing is, and this is... I've come around on voting. (laughs) Well, no. no. (laughs) It's not so much that. It's that some campaigns try to harness the individual and the individual voter. And I feel like the thing about the Bernie thing is that like now the forces arrayed against it have made it such a unique and uniquely targeted movement that the people engaged in that struggle together are like, I don't feel like are just going to fall away no. after it's over. Like, I don't, I don't know how to really convey this, but like, again, this is a lesson I've learned in my life and it's, you know, for better or for worse, but when you engage in common struggle with people, like, you don't just let that go away, right. you know? And um, we may not get a Bernie presidency, and we may not even get any kind of uh, immediate, like, short-term gains, but I do feel like, again, it offers an access point for radical politics into the masses. Right. And, and if there are millions and millions of people together on this now. And if you're shooting for a social revolution, I think that's the... That's the then you do need Elizabeth Warren camp. Yeah. If we're if we are really trying to mobilize people away from a two party system, away from an entire structure that relies on human misery. But how, but well, then, then the, we do need a lot of people. Well, what's the pitch you make to them then? Bernie or barbarianism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's not that's not going to work no, for them. No, no, you know what I mean? And here's the thing, and here's the matter of political trust with people that abetted this shit last night. 
Like, if you're if you're a serious person, that takes yourself seriously. Not us. Yeah. But like, <laughs> and you saw that last night. Do you do you really think Bernie fucking said that? Come on, in two thousand fucking fifteen. I know, like, dyed-in-the-wool shithead misogynist bros that wouldn't say that because they know it's not... You think... Yeah. Well, it was 2018. Maybe in 2015. You're fucking stupid if you think he really said that, is what I'm saying. I mean... I kind of am like, who cares? (laughs) Well, that's not not the other thing, too. I'm just like... These... uh, You know, I I don't want to make y'all have to defend Bernie, but it's just like... Would Elizabeth Warren lie to become president? Yes. Would Bernie lie to become president? Yes. Would Terrence lie to become mayor of Whitesburg? Yes. Uh, we're gonna be. The, I'm, <laughs> we're gonna have an entirely new walking trail. People are gonna stand. It's gonna float above the city. It will float above the city, <laughs> and um, and lead to Pine Mountain Space Needle Spot. There will be mescaline. Distributors, fountains, <laughs> fountains <laughs> along the mandatory. The thing about all that, and listen, I gotta cool it lest I venture into the most unsavory Bernie <laughs> supporter archetypes that these people believe in <laughs> that aren't really fucking true by and large. But I don't know. It's just like two plus two is still fucking four. Yeah, these people like fucking lie. They're running. Notions. They're in an election, running against each other, and it, I don't it know. just seems so bizarre. This is why I kept feeling like, have I missed something? Mm. Did something well, else happen? This is the tr- this is this the- is all just like Twitter fodder. Like he spoke against women. These <laughs> all of these people have voted against women. Like you know what I mean? It's just like yeah. Here's the here's the thing on the whole on that shit. If there hadn't been an obvious concerted like Bernie blackout media thing, if there hadn't been all this sort of and and you can say what you want to as much as like oh well, that's just sour grapes because they're not talking about your boy. No, the guy's been polling top three and they acted like this guy's not even a factor. Every fucking major media outlet in the country. Okay, yeah, we're literally reading verbatim Brett Stevens. Right. Well, if. <laughs> If if the, all that weren't true and this came out, I would be like, I still wouldn't believe it, but I would pay lip service to it. You know what I mean? I would be like, okay, well, let's let's hear what that meeting was about and all that kind of shit. You know, let's explore that a little bit. Maybe he was just saying, you know, he didn't feel. It's just so. It's just so. It's just. You know, President Trump had something interesting to say. <laughs> Fuck. Even Trump was like, that's not a thing Bernie would say. <laughs> what? Trump said that? Yeah. No way. To me, I'm not nah, so much I'm, that's focused. That's a fucking joke. I don't, well, he to, really did say that, but I'm not getting I, him I know, but to me, that it's... I'm just so angry I can't find the words. <laughs> I know. I know what you mean. Because it's like a concerted uh, hit job. It's a fucking hit job. It's a hit job. And we know it's it. a hit job. And so you all think it's been successful? Oh, uh, no. Probably not. No, no, no. Like, no. people are angry enough about... Like, Donald Trump was elected by grabbing pussies. It's just, fe- I, guess, I guess we are four years later, and now maybe Bernie can't get elected because he may be in a dark room, said a woman couldn't become president. 
I, no, I don't think that that will have any. We have a rapist to me in to, the fucking. To me, Bernie, uh, whether he said this or not, is immaterial. To me, that's exactly not, that's well, what I'm saying. Well, okay, but l- l- uh, let me just say this. I I don't think it matters so much what happened in the room. I don't think it matters so much what happened on the debate stage. What matters is going back to the original hypothesis of this episode. Is there a anti-corporate wing of the Democratic Party that needs a war a warny coalition to smash the corporate side of the Democratic Party? And uh, if that's the case, well, then we might be fucked because I think it's spilled milk. I don't think you're putting the milk back into the bottle or the genie back into the... After this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think, like... I just I think that uh, yeah you're not putting the milk genie back in the <laughs> container. Yeah, I kind of think it's a different party. The Dems are over. Well, and so, but this is it's a, not a thing. We but, saw Liz Warren pick our side last night. But, is what it was. But but this is one of the pitfalls of electoral politics, and I hope that people stick with me here. The thing about American electoral politics is that they are so personality driven. Like, it's not even like the labor... It's not even like the UK. It's not even like a party that's running for government. It's a single person. individual, a person, which means everything that person says or does could be entirely the whims of that person. I mean, we were talking in the Hellfire chat today. Maybe it's the consultants around uh, Warren that told her to do that. Or maybe Elizabeth Warren has been a singularly ambitious person in American politics obsessed with solidifying her own legacy as most politicians are Mm -hmm. and probably thought that this would be the right calculated move and if that's the case then I say fuck it let her go down her path we've seen other politicians do this this is how politics works sometimes people in in our personality driven uh, uh, type of electoral system sometimes people make political choices and sometimes they take those you know, choices to their logical conclusions. And she can deal with those consequences. Right. And so there may there's nothing we can really even do about it at this point. You just have to stay the course and just uh, basically, you know, keep in mind what your objectives are throughout this whole thing, whether it's my objective, which is using this sort of cynically as a way to introduce radical politics into a larger mainstream audience, or whether you are of the Bernie cadre and you really genuinely want uh, a social democracy in this country, I think that those two visions need to be fused together for now. I think we need left unity, but I'm not sure that the Warren thing is qualified. Qualifies, I don't know. But, I mean, I told you this the other day. To me, the biggest... To me, the, like, the, the most... I don't know. To me... The most promising thing about the Bernie thing is left unity. Yeah. Like, when have we seen that in our lives? <laughs> yeah. That's not fuck. That's not a thing. You know what I mean? Like, imagine if like the left was an actually um, powerful, aggressive, party. powerful political force in this country. I think Bernie uh, offers us a way to do that. And and I'm talking about the entire left, from fucking street anarchists to uh, sock dims and people who want a sort of you know, more robust welfare state. I'm saying we need all of those things. But to me, War- Warren is the embodiment of just nonprofit, like, cynical, 
gatekeepers. That's the thing. That's what it is. They're fucking gatekeepers. They're not actually interested in building a mass movement. They're interested in saying all the smart things to you to let you know that they, they're aware of the problems in the system. They'll, they'll give you lip service to the fact that we need pr progressive change because we do deeply need it. But they'll not actually go through with it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that to me is the. In some ways, you can respect an Amy Klobuchar or even a Mayor Pete more than that. Dog, I have <laughs> way more respect for Amy Klobuchar and Pete because at least they're telling you, no, we're not going to fucking do this. No, we're no. not. We're not going to take diplomas no. to everybody's seat. Yeah. No, they're telling you we're not. We're not doing that. We're, you're not getting health care. Yeah. That's fine. Fuck them. But at mean, least yeah, they're being them, honest. Yeah. At least they're fucking telling you. I don't have any time for this fucking intellectual abstract bullshit, like which is like what we've had to put up with in the nonprofits for the last ten years. Yeah. Which is again people telling you, I'm aware the problems exist. I'm aware of the blah blah blah. I'm gonna read my New Yorker articles about all the problems <laughs> in the world, but right. not actually because look, the only way you get change is through collective. Action. Struggle yeah. and action and direct action and shutting down shit. Yeah. That's the only way. That's the only way. <laughs> I'm sorry. You don't get it from enlightened despots who fucking know what to do with the economy and put a nice little wealth tax. You need the threat of fucking pitchforks. Yeah. B-U-R-N, not B-E-R-N. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> B-U-R-N. 2020. That is, the, that is the left coalition we need, Tanya. We need yeah. burners and burners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, because look, and you could, and I could see conceivably people listening to this and being like, "Well, this country just isn't that far left, and you're just going to isolate more people." And you know what? You what fucking choice do we have? Exactly. Look around. You could look be the right. Fuck around. You could be right, but we don't have a whole lot of choices left. You have to keep going left. <laughs> it's the only fucking option. Yeah. Because, like, to me, the the debate just highlighted all my previous hesitations and preoccupations with electoral politics and mainstream media. Yeah. And so and so to me the lesson I take away from that is keep going left, try to build deeper bonds among the left, kick out the people who aren't interested in that. War Warren's not interested in it. Let them go their own way. They'll do they'll do what they're going to do. Maybe they'll vote for Bernie, maybe not. Who the fuck cares? Do you do you think it's that people think that Bernie can't deliver what he says. You think that's the that's like a lot of the Warren camp. It's like Bernie's just shooting off at the mouth. He can't do any of that. She has, you know, a, a roadmap of how she's going to do these little incremental changes. Yeah, that we can believe in. Yeah, she was once a Republican, it? so maybe she knows the Republican <laughs> mind. Yeah, she, it takes one to know one. Because that's just like it's wild to me for people on the left, which means like you've caught a glimpse, like you. You have a vision for another world to not be behind the only person who is against U.S. imperialism. Like, the people are rotting in cages this country over and all over the world under U.S. occupation right now. Yeah. And any anything less than the end of that swiftly is unacceptable. Yeah, it's unacceptable. It's totally unacceptable. Absolutely. Yeah, that's disqualifying for Liz Warren 1. Completely. Yeah. Well, but... And everything is just kind of like a tributary under that. Yeah. yeah. You're right. People do say that. People are like, you know, he won't be able to get his stuff done. But here's the thing. And this, again, this comes back to what I was saying earlier. Because I had someone in my mentions accuse me of, like, shilling for the sun god Bernie or whatever. Sun at, god? At no point have I ever fucking worshipped Bernie. 
The, you well, haven't been listening if you think. Yeah. The th- the, the We've only, only been watching from Bernie for like three days. Yeah. The only. let CNN are. Right. Yeah. The Fuck only it. thing. The only reason I'm even into this is because of the numbers. Yeah. Again, it's it's that comes. It's that. What he's been for able me. to do, and you and to be fair, you've said that you've you. I remember you saying something. One day we were getting breakfast, and you said that you know if Bernie doesn't pull this thing out, Bernie could still have the potential to sort of spearhead a huge movement just by bringing those numbers and being this sort of you know union agitator type figure or yeah. whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't, yeah, I'm just kind of. It's like you know, I hear if, if not Bernie, we riot. Yeah, and if Bernie, we still need to riot, and hopefully there will be less cages to put us in. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Also, I mean, as a practical matter, the other thing, too, is this, is if people get more conservative once they get in office, I would rather have the guy that's starting with all this shit than the person that's starting with, we'll eliminate 20% of your debt. And <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If like, can, if, she's, if, if we know, if we know all these people are going to get more conservative once they get in office, I would rather start with Bernie's position than anybody else's. Right. And again, for me, it's... It's not even really, for me, when I look at the Bernie thing, it's not even really so much the ends. Like, to me, it's the numbers and it's the movement. Yeah. Like, if you are, if you take leftist politics seriously in this country and you have not completely just given up any hope for a social revolution, mm-hmm. which if you have, I don't know why the fuck you would call yourself the leftist, but whatever. Yeah. If, that, if, that's what you, if that's what you subscribe to, if you're serious about that, if, if it's you, about, about radically transforming society, you have to go where the numbers are. And where the energy is. And that's where it is. Yeah. Asking for a friend, if you have given up, what does that make you? <laughs> Black pilled. Okay. <laughs> it's easy, too. It's Me seductive. five days out of the week. <laughs> I've just been drawing the hermit card a lot, and I'm starting to listen. <laughs> leaning into it. I was going to lean into it. <laughs> well, look, um, so we're an hour in, and there was there's still another to- big topic we need to get to, but we don't also have to. Also, probably need to cut out a lot of my arsony threats. <laughs> <laughs> you mean arson? Yeah. Ar- arsony is when you combine arson and larceny. I said a lot of stupid yeah. things this episode, just out of anger, so just... If, All right. you, if you would, just give me a soft cancellation instead of a full-blown one. <laughs> Cancel me, please. God, just fucking roll me out on a gurney. Fucking dip me in the ocean. Okay. Um, Set me out to sea. So the the other big story in our world, at least, is that there is now another coal blockade. This time in Pike County around uh, Kemper? Is that where it was at? Yeah. yeah. Right around where Terrence got picked up. <laughs> Over by Zebulon. <laughs> yeah. Ah uh, yes, that not even that, speech. not even that far out. I, th- I thought about that one because I it was. It is right where you got arrested. No, it really is because I was like, man, I need to go check that out. But fuck, am I? <laughs> yeah, you don't want to go toe to toe with them motherfuckers again. You say you need to lay low, my friend. Um, so there was, a, there's been another. <laughs> You've spent enough time on that roadside. Yeah. <laughs> so there's been another coal blockade. This time, um against Quest Energy, which is a subsidiary of American Resources Corporation, or ARC, another ARC, um, the even darker ARC. Mm, if it's even possible. Um, and uh, and so these guys hadn't been paid since December 27th. That was their last paycheck. Um, ARC owned mines in Perry County and Pike County, which are the two counties that are on both sides of the county we live in, in Letcher County. And Harlan County is the other adjacent county to ours, which is where the last coal blockade was yeah. back in the summertime. So we're tucked into the two things. <laughs> yeah, we are between the two. Packed to the north, Harlan to the south. Yeah. 
Um, so, uh, so these guys, I mean, I thought some of the quotes from this article were fucking crazy. Um, so if I could just read you a few of the quotes from this article. Um, I'm sure this, uh, let's see. Hold on. I'm sorry. Hold on. I'm sorry. Fuck, 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 fuck. Um, there's, uh, fuck. <laughs> Let me tell you an interesting, while you're trying to find that, let me tell yeah, you an interesting do. thing I learned. Uh, Representative Gooch in the State House. Oh, God. Everybody knows that bloated fuck. <laughs> he's, uh, yeah. You know, he's trying to ram through a bill right now, possibly inspired by this, to, that would make it illegal to protest certain types of energy infrastructure. Holy shit. You know, that's like national the security. Fr- the They're trying to make it like, home, like Homeland Security bullshit. Right. I would love to just poke that fucker with a pen and watch the blueberry fucking goo just <laughs> pour out of him. Let him do it. I say let him fucking do it. These people, like... Uh, people are already on the edge. Revolutions are made because the ruling class, they get fucking... They Kenneth get Gooch was made. He was just born to get his head cut off exactly. by a bunch yeah. of angry people. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Let him fucking do it. Bring but the pitchforks the, in. The irony of, of that and... Um, the liberal would have the, this retort, uh, which is... Uh, <laughs> KFTC Robbie would say this about <laughs> Is there a Robbie? We say cut off the heads. KFTC um, Geraldine says um, <laughs> that the Bevan administration... The reason that this has all popped off, um, and I was telling Tanya this before you got here, is the Bevan administration, I guess, was letting these broke-ass coal companies not post bonds before they got permits. Right, yeah. So, generally, you have to prove to the state that you're fiscally uh, solvent. Solvent enough to, <laughs> to pay yeah, cover yeah. everything right. you need to. Yeah. But, so, Bevan basically was like, but but here's the confusing part. I was ta- telling Tanya this. From what I can tell, the state cabinet was, actu- was actually being trying to be diligent about this stuff, I guess, but they weren't enforcing it. So I guess they weren't trying to be diligent about it, but maybe they're trying to give the appearance that they he were. He stuffed his cabinet with idiots. Cole, Charles Snavely. Yeah, literal like fucking coal, coal executives. Yeah, literal coal executives who who probably never spent a day in Frankfurt. Right. Um. Even once they were cabinet leaders, it's like they're letting they let the inmates run the asylum. Didn't they? <laughs> look, look no further than his prom- Bevan's promotional video where he took his entire cabinet out to Lagrange and made them all throw grenades, and then walk sl- in slow mo through the grenade smoke. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> you didn't see this? No, it's my favorite. It's my favorite. What? Piece of film making. Just this man is a. You want to talk about a masterpiece? (laughs) That's a fucking. And the whole thing is actually shot really beautifully until the end, and he has insisted that someone do those like uh, comic book, uh, um, like silent Batman versions where it's like kapow, and it does like (laughs) a kapow, and it's like a pop up, just like a, a a thought cloud where it says like. We're uh, throwing grenades at backroom deals, and we're blowing up backroom deals. We're blowing up whatever the fuck. <laughs> Says uh, the guy that would just four short years later take. Uh, no, this was a year ago. This was a re- this was this campaign. Oh, okay, okay. This is very recent. But yeah, his whole campaign, his whole his whole sh- his whole cabinet's out there, walking in grenade through grenade snow <laughs> smoke and slow mo. It's hilarious. That's what they're doing. They're not enforcing any any useful. 
All right. So the fucking Herald Leader has a paywall. I just cannot get past it. Oh but, my god. Uh, but I did. I did screenshot a few quotes last night, but they're not the ones I was looking for. But I'll just read you the ones I do have. Um, near midnight Monday, Mary and Timmy George of Pike County set by a fire at the tracks and worried about their three children. The rent is past due, and as for other bills, it's coming down to the wire. At They're Christmas. They did this at Christmas. Uh, yeah, it's been a month. Yeah. Uh, or about, yeah, three weeks. Really, that's the night I had my mental breakdown. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> They're expecting them to come down here every day and not get a dime, Mary George said. We have families just like they do. Um, and so then there was a couple of other quotes. We just want paid. That's it said this coal miner. We don't want to block this train, but it comes to a point that we have to. You going to go three weeks without a payday? You going to let that train go through here so they can put the money in their pocket and just say to heck with us? No, they can't do that. Um, and uh, I quoted that on Twitter with this quote. This is like dumbass. Like, politics doesn't have to be any more complicated than this. But as I was reading the quote, I was like, dude, that's like so far beyond just regular politics. Like, that is serfdom. That is served him is what this is. You go, go three weeks without a payday and let the train go through here so they can put the money in their pocket and just say to heck with us. Dude, things are so fucking bad. I mean, you can see the mental... I mean, like, this is a, this is a really well-written piece um, uh, written in the Herald-Leader by Will Wright and Bill Eastep, but, like, you can see it in the people they interview, the calculus they arrived at to do this. They're like, we have no other choice. Like, we don't have any other thing to do. Yeah. We are completely broke, you know. Bills are way past due. One of the guys in the articles, and this is the quote I was looking for, I can't find it. One of the guys in the article says that he was, like, literally starving. His family was literally starving. Like, they had no money for food. This just goes to show you three fucking weeks. Even people with these, like, high-paying skilled labor job whatever this like american dream fucking job even though it's literal torture these jobs that that have so much valor behind them and that we like worship the fucking coal miner even these jobs people are living paycheck to motherfucking paycheck totally that is misery that is violence living paycheck to paycheck is fucking violence right now like like stuck in this system that that in that inevitably someone's gonna go hungry yeah. Like there's no there's no other end game. There. Like Tom said, there has to be losers. Yeah. Here's something I'm interested in with this one that really didn't factor in much in Harlan County because there's not a ton of wealth in Harlan County. Pike County, there is a ton of wealth. Fuck yeah. Right there in the face of these people. So I'm mm-hmm. interested to see how all those co millionaires that made their money off the backs of those people are going to react when it's right there in their face in their own backyard mm-hmm. versus Harlan County where you don't really have that. Mm-hmm. You know. So there's a lot of things to say about this. Um, and before we move on to the next thing about it, one of the things I found so fascinating is how, you know that scene, and this is kind of a hack thing to do, but you know that scene in Inglorious Bastards where he's like, <laughs> he's like, you know, after you go home, you're going to want to take off that uniform. Yeah. Like, that's how I've... <laughs> This is how I felt all Can't week. Can't wait to brand a bastard. This is how I felt all week with every motherfucker who came out, like whether they're a politician, a lobbyist, or whatever, who was running the Friends of Coal thing 
five years ago. Like, yeah. all the people who said they were friends yeah. of fucking Cole. Wish they were branded on their yeah. motherfucking forehead. And, and now they've just gone off into the world to work. Like, Bill Bissett now works at the fucking West Virginia wow. Chamber of Commerce or something. Like, I just want, yes, I want it branded on their fucking foreheads. They're so stupid. They're still driving around cars with those fucking plates. Every time I see a fucking <laughs> yeah. Fokker plate, I get so fucking mad. <laughs> so fucking mad. FOC, right across but it. Friend of calling them just like, you sons of bitches. That's the fascinating thing about it. Maybe this is the thing about, maybe this is the overall theme of this episode. Who are your real friends, bro? Is it Elizabeth <laughs> Warren? Is it people, is it the people telling you they're friends of Cole? I mean, because like they poured millions of dollars into convincing people that the bosses were actually their friends. The real enemy was the environmentalists, right. you know. Millions of dollars that they made off their backs. Exactly. Exactly. It could Mo- be that money, more the, disease. The money literally came from coal production. Yeah. Because the coal companies just paid these fucking yeah. front groups mm-hmm. to run a campaign. A PR campaign to convince their workers not to riot. Yes. Money well spent. Right. And so now we're in a fucked up situation where... There's no bargaining chip, sadly. There's Nothing. no bargaining chip. And like we were talking about, before you got here, me and Tanya were talking about this. Now the industry is so bad... That there's not even an, it's not even robust enough to mount a serious union drive. Like right. the UMWA is so fucking just scared. Yeah, the they've not made yeah. a fucking peep. Right. Like they they so they can't fucking union and have been. Right. But but at the same time, it creates this situation. And they they mentioned this in the article. Um, a lot of the equipment these guys is these guys were using was fucked up, rusting, yeah. yeah, antiquated. So now you've got the situation where the coal itself, the production is even more unsafe. The, the the guarantee of a paycheck is even more precarious, but there's no hope for a union. Well, or, no. I'll tell you this. I mean, a lot of people don't believe this when I tell them, but my brother-in-law, who's still by no small miracle working as a coal miner, when he was working for Revelation, they would have a guy drive out on the strip job and pay those men out in cash. That's crazy. Like cash, money. Mafia. Yeah, seriously. But this, is a, this was... This was the biggest coal company in the country a couple weeks or a couple Paper months ago until this it should hit the fan with that hoop yeah. stuff. This is why I had a theory five years ago that <clears throat> all these companies buying up all these new mines were or all these old mines were just organized crime outfits laundering money. Yeah. <laughs> well, two things. One, there's evidence for that. There is precedence plenty, for it. plenty, plenty evidence for that, including this last like article that popped out where that. This guy that owned a mine in um, our mine was running a sex ring, has been running a sex ring in Laurel County. And he literally, in one of the text messages that they quote in the article, he says, I'm going to lay low for a few days, got to bankrupt this company. (laughs) That's literally quoted in text messages. I swear to God, dude. Literally said that in a text message. Got to lay low a few days. Well, but, 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 so that was the first thing. The second thing, though, is that revelation, not to mention the, I, I would like to see the numbers from Quest or ARC, whatever. Is that there were multiple deaths, like yeah. like those those people who blockaded that fucking train in Harlan, they had seen multiple coworkers die in the last two years. Oh, when like me and three. Terrence were over there that one day. They were ta- they were oh, telling us fucked fuck. up shit, dog. They were telling us some of the darkest things I've ever heard. They said this guy died so from dangerous. coal dust inhalation just in one fell swoop when it collapsed on him. Yeah, he didn't die in the fall, but the dust was so much he inhaled it, was, it all at once yeah. and it overtook his lungs. They were telling us about guys being mangled in continuous mining machines. Yep, the cords. Yeah, literally that happened. That was a twenty three year old dude. Yeah. That happened like. A year and a half ago, 
and that that's because my and I freaked out about it because that that's the company my sister's boyfriend works for, like the yeah. kid raising my nephews. It's it was revelation. This is before I saw Black Jewels, before all this popped off. But I read and I was like, oh my god, what the fuck? Because I thought it must have been in his mind, but there were multiple mines in Harlan County. But yeah, the guy literally died from being tangled up in cord. Yeah, yeah, it's fucked up. Um, my cousin Donald told me, and I don't say this to be macabre, I say this to bear witness because people need to know that people still die every fucking day to, so you can fucking have electricity and shit. The world over, not yeah. just here. Yeah, the world over. And people's like, oh, no, no, we're all natural gas. Not yeah, well, <laughs> people still die from for, the, for the majority of yeah. your life, it's well, We're all going to die eventually, and a long enough timeline. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, but he said that there, he was in a rock fall, and he got hurt. Like, I think it, it might have crushed his foot or something. He had to have a surgery or something. But his buddy died, and he said he looked over, and 10 feet from him, the guy's jaw, it was like they were standing there, was turned in. He was sticking out of the rock pile and turned upside down. Oh, It had fuck. mangled him that much. And he and imagine seeing that shit. Imagine seeing that shit. Yeah, and these people, don't, don't, they, these people don't even have health care. No. Right. They right. have uh, healthcare savings cards. Well, my same the same cousin uh, <laughs> yeah. has to have has to do breathing treatments every night because he's got stage three complications. And they fucking all, He's forty one years old. Jesus, and they all have PTSD. Yeah, <laughs> like especially you see something like that, you don't come back for that. I would love to see the numbers on deaths from ARC because if they're using all this fucking rusted out old equipment, these motherfuckers are not only working, they're like. Death traps. Absolutely, yeah. they're 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 crawling into a death trap every. My buddy day. Keith, I was talking to him, and I was I was just thinking, man, I was like trying to encourage him like to go get tested for the you know do the breathing test and all that kind of shit because he was like, man, I worked every day for fifteen years and never wore a mask and like and was up there on the strip jobs where they're just like dust all the time. You're just breathing that shit in. Yeah, Bernie threatened to come to Harlan. Maybe he'll sh- drop into Pike County. Right. So this, maybe this will be how he. Uh, he should. He, he should. He needs a good. He needs a good uh, PR move right now. I don't even. I don't even think that. I just think he should because he can win Kentucky. I'm telling you, he can win Kentucky if he wins Eastern Kentucky. Yeah, it's just that I don't think anyone. If feels KFTC like they... Robbie and the boys don't fuck him over, <laughs> <a little. laughs> I just uh, like nobody feels like they need Kentucky to win. No, no, but I mean it's wrong. true they don't. They wrong. don't. But I yeah. mean, eight electoral votes is a big swing, especially eight un- unexpected electoral votes. Um, well, I'm not really sure what to take away from all that. Not a whole lot of... Uh, B-U-R-N. Not... All no. the coal <laughs> in that. <laughs> Tanya, I'm glad you brought this up. I'm glad you brought this, this, uh, topic up. Because I think that they should bomb the coal train. <laughs> Thank you, Mayor Pete. I think they should strap explosives, C4 explosives to it. And bomb it sky high. Mayor Pete, you could probably go show them how to do that. Can't you? I'm going to go down there. Uh, I, I spent a lot of time blowing up... Um, villages? Villages. I mean... Uh, <laughs> what are you talking Bread about? prices? Bread prices. <laughs> Bread yeah, prices. That's it. Bread prices. <laughs> thank you. Thanks uh, for being on the show today, Mayor Pete. Thank you for having me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll be back, if that's okay. I'll come back after I've won the primary... All right, we'll see you then. All right. Um, well, I guess go support us at Patreon. It hasn't been a whole lot of laughs in this episode. <laughs> it's kind of got dark at turns. I was really just angry. I'm just angry. No, man, I, there's a lot I'm to be really angry about. I'm really exhausted and pissed. Yeah. Everyone, everyone deserves to be angry, people. Yep. 
Elizabeth Warren voters, you should be angry. <laughs> All of you. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone don't, don't, deserves their don't anger. Don't direct it at me. <laughs> um, but definitely be angry. <laughs> Everybody. You're right. Everybody should be. Especially those coal miners, though. Um, hopefully they get to a boiling point where, like you said, they blow up the train. But they probably won't. Um, because Americans just haven't gotten that uh, gotten that push yet. But look. It's coming. It's coming. We There was a point in American history where we were bombing all kinds of shit. Like... Honestly, the labor movement was nowhere in this in the world as militant as it was in the late 1800s. It wasn't like that in Europe in the late 1800s. In America, we're bombing, we're blowing up all kinds of shit. It can happen here. Yeah. It has to start somewhere. Well, has to start sometime. <laughs> what well, better time than now? <laughs> but seriously. Wow, 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 wow. Well, this is probably for another episode, but murders and bombings is one of the things that took out the local labor movement here. Yes. And it could bring it the fuck back. That's what we're going to have to do to bring it back. But it ha- again, it has to start somewhere, and you have to start injecting radical politics into everyday interactions, occurrences, and everything. And and you ha- And again, as a leftist, if you're a revolutionary... You need to look for all the ways to do that. One way is through Bernie. Another way, we didn't talk about this today, and this episode is almost over, but another way I saw it was those moms in Oakland who occupied that house. Fuck yeah. Did you see that? That was fucking crazy. That was sick. Yeah. Yeah. But then the cops, you know. Drug them off. Do what they do. If you look at their response, that should show you of how, what the stakes are for this shit. You know what I mean? Like this, their extra militant response, that they needed SWAT tanks to remove families from a house because they have nowhere else to live yeah so overplaying their hand they'll yeah. get their head cut off too yeah, exactly the uh, truly and in oakland guarantee there are more houses than people yes oh yeah well that w- I in was, the bay area i was watching the press release that the, the the woman was talking about like like if you're a working class person in oakland you literally cannot afford to live here <laughs> like, yeah, no, they charge you to leave that city. <laughs> Crazy, craziest toll I ever heard. Nah, $15. all right. Well, anyways, look for the contra- heighten the contradictions. Look for the <sighs> look for them and heighten them, <laughs> and then like break something. We don't have time to settle. That's all there is to yeah. it. Um, uh, go to this Patreon if you want to support us. Uh, we'll be there. If you thought this was good, we'll try. We'll try to. We'll try to. We'll try to cool it by Sunday. We'll we'll cheer you up on Sunday. Well, have a good week, everybody.